This message comes from NPR sponsor, Capella University. With Capella's FlexPath Learning Format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. President Biden says he's willing to take a hard line at the border if Congress passes a bipartisan immigration deal. Biden issued a statement last night that he would shut down the border if necessary. NPR's Deepa Shivaram has more. Biden's statement comes after Speaker Mike Johnson said the president wouldn't take action on the border, even if an agreement on immigration was reached. It was the strongest statement Biden has issued on the border, saying it was broken. He called on lawmakers to pass the bipartisan Senate proposal. In a letter to GOP House members, Johnson warned the measure would be dead on arrival and said the House would move forward with an effort to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Negotiations are ongoing in the Senate, along with aid to Ukraine, but it's unclear at this point if the bill would move forward. Deepa Shivaram, NPR News. The largest remaining hospital in the Gaza Strip is on the verge of collapse as fighting intensifies between Israel and Hamas in southern Gaza. Doctors Without Borders, also known as MSF, said in a statement that there is nowhere left for many patients to go. NPR's Hadil Al-Chishi reports. Intensified fighting in the city of Khan Yunis has led to the near-complete evacuation of Nasser Hospital. MSF said in a statement that there remains about 350 patients in the hospital who are unable to leave because of the fighting and a lack of ambulances. The organization said that the hospital is now unable to provide critical medical services and that there are few options for those needing care to go. The Israeli army said on Tuesday that it had encircled Khan Yunis, Gaza's second largest city, and was battling Hamas fighters. It ordered an evacuation of people in certain neighborhoods, including the hospital. MSF said most patients and hospital staff fled during that evacuation order. They said the remaining doctors felt helpless, describing dire conditions such as a lack of beds and other basic supplies. Hadil Al-Shalchi, NPR News, Tel Aviv. The crew aboard an oil tanker off the coast of Yemen has now extinguished a fire which started after it was hit by a Houthi missile. The BBC's Paul Adams has more on the story. The Houthis were quick to take credit, their spokesman saying once again that this was being done to support the Palestinians in Gaza and in response to what he described as American-British aggression. It's been two weeks since Britain and the US first hit back, striking military targets inside Yemen, aiming to deter the Houthis. So far, the strategy doesn't appear to be working. The Houthis are using the attacks to bolster support at home, orchestrating huge rallies on the streets of the capital Sana'a, relishing this confrontation with the West, something they've thought about and planned for for years. The BBC's Paul Adams reporting. You're listening to NPR News from Washington. Pakistani officials say unidentified gunmen shot to death nine people in southeastern Iran today near the border with Pakistan. The victims were Pakistani nationals who worked at an auto repair shop. No one has taken responsibility for the attack. Flags will fly at half-staff in Massachusetts today for a Navy serviceman who died at Pearl Harbor more than 80 years ago. He's finally getting a full military burial. New England Public Media's Karen Brown reports. Pharmacist's mate second-class Merle Hillman died on the USS California during the surprise attack in 1941, 
but his remains were never identified. He was buried with hundreds of other unidentified service members at a national cemetery in Hawaii. But in recent years, a Department of Defense forensic team began to exhume and identify these remains using DNA samples and other records. Hillman's niece, Cheryl Quinn, heard in November that he was finally found. The call came right out of the blue. I just wasn't expecting it. And I was like in shock. The military says Hillman may be the latest to be identified, but the effort continues. 80,000 service members are still missing from the Vietnam War, the Korean War, and World War II. For NPR News, I'm Karen Brown. The world's largest cruise ship embarks on its maiden voyage today. Royal Caribbean's icon of the seas sets sail from Miami for a seven-day island cruise. It can carry 8,000 passengers and is powered by liquefied natural gas. Activists are concerned it will leak harmful methane into the atmosphere. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington.